0: It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Jen Shelton. Today in the news. On Valentine's Day, the new cruise dock float was scheduled to be delivered to Skagway's ore dock redevelopment project. Measuring 500 by 50 feet, the float traveled from Anacortes. But as KHNS's Melinda Munson reports, disaster struck near Ketchikan when the float broke into three pieces. Borough manager Brad Ryan said that while unexpected, The incident should not stop ORDOC from being completed by its May deadline. And, Tuesday morning was the championship round for Haines School's Tournament of the Readers. Only two teams were still standing after a nearly month-long tournament that comprised of eight teams. The tournament is open to grades three through eight. The battle for the crown was between a third-grade team, the Wild Readers, against an undefeated team of sixth-graders, the Literary Llamas.
1: Skagway's assembly chamber was more crowded than usual at the February 15th meeting and double the number of people watched on Facebook as news broke that day of the cruise dock float mishap. Traveling from the manufacturer, Transpac Marinas Inc. in Anacortes, Washington, the crucial piece of infrastructure for the ore dock redevelopment project suffered damage near the end of its journey. Borough manager Brad Ryan described the unfortunate event.
2: The barge was being held in the Ketchikan area, doing circles, waiting for the weather to to calm down. and uh, Then it took off Monday morning to come up to Skagway, and sometime shortly after it took off Monday morning, uh, I got a phone call that the dock had broken into uh, two to three pieces, and the barge was out there wrangling the pieces. It turns out it was three pieces, um, which left one large center section and two end pieces.
1: According to Ryan, who immediately flew out to survey the damage, barges were able to tow all three pieces back to Ketchikan. Ryan described the setback as a surprise. He had been following the float's progress on his phone.
2: Very unexpected in the sense um, we thought they'd made most of the big crossings, the big weather crossings. Uh, so by the time you get to Ketchikan, we're we're all pretty feeling pretty good about it.
1: Ryan said the float is fixable.
2: If we can. Source the metal, the, the steel plate for the new flanges and the and the pipe. They believe they can get these pieces manufactured and up to catch can and installed in time to still have the dock uh, come in the Skagway before that mid-May ship. There's there's always some caveats to that, um, you know, supply chain and those kind of things. But um, they're working on that already, and so we're we're working under that um, time frame that we think we can still get it on. Uh, before the first
1: cruise ship. At this point, it is unclear how much the dock breakup will cost the municipality. Ryan said the insurance companies are communicating. A special assembly meeting is scheduled for February 22nd after press deadline. Part of that meeting will be an executive session. Mayor Sam Bass said while he is also hopeful our dock will be ready to receive cruise passengers on time this spring, he and all necessary partners will work to develop alternate options if that becomes necessary. For KHNS, this is Melinda Munson.
0: Last week's doubleheader event in the Haines School's Tournament of the Readers decided both the third-place team and who would compete in the final championship round on February 20th. The library legends bested the book gobblers last Tuesday, but then lost to the Wild Readers, earning the Legends a third-place overall finish. The Library Legends are a fourth-grade team made up of Piper, Leon, Thomas, and Sam. The victory over the Legends earned the Wild Readers, a third-grade team made up of Hazel, Lorelei, Zephyr, and Olin, a spot in the final against the undefeated Literary Llamas. The Llamas are a sixth-grade team made up of Meg, Ivy, Gwendolyn, and Asher. Questions are drawn randomly from the questions envelope. This year's questions were written by the tournament's organizers, Karen Garcia, Holly Davis, and school librarian Lee Horner. Each team has been studying the same eight books since November. The books were chosen by organizers, and the questions are not particular to a grade level. Every team of four, no matter their grade, pulls from the same envelope. Lee Horner created the Tournament of the Readers for Haines Schools nearly two decades ago. She bases the tournament loosely off the statewide Battle of the Books reading incentive program. But each year the tournament features a different set of books and has its own set of rules and regulations created by Horner. One of the authors of this year's books, Fairest of All, will be visiting the Haines Public Library in May. Sarah Milanowski is a New York Times bestselling author and one of her series, the Upside Down Magic series, was adapted into a Disney Channel movie. She's written books for teenagers and adults as well. She will be a guest for the library's summer reading program, and the library carries almost all of her books. Horner told KHNS that the model for Battle of the Books does not work for Haynes' schools, which is why she's gone rogue. Battle of the Books charges schools $400 to participate and requires schools to buy their own sets of books to participate in the statewide competition. Also, in Battle of the Books, teams only compete against their own grade. For example, 5th graders compete against 5th graders. Then, the winner of the school district's 5th grade teams competes in the state competition. But Haines School District only has one fifth grade class so they would compete in the state competition without any experience ever having battled other teams. Horner says she stages the tournament every year in February because that's when the weather is cruddy. And while the Battle of the Books is held after school and over the weekends, Horner sticks to school hours. This allows her students who take the bus to participate. After the final of this year's tournament, the Wild Readers lost to Undefeated Library Llamas, who finished with a perfect record. The Llamas have been competing together since third grade, and this is their first tournament victory. Cash prizes were donated by Suzanne and Norm Smith. The Wild Readers will have a chance to win again next February. Next year's event will have an official rule change. The default rule states that, quote, any team which does not appear for a round will automatically default to the team which was to be its opponent. But Horner says that this rule doesn't always work for Haines schools because sometimes teams are away for school ski trips. And the Tournament of the Readers, with a 20-year history, is continually striving for inclusivity. That's it for the KHNS Local News. We had reporting today by Melinda Munson. And I'm Jen Shelton. You can find these stories and learn how to access the KHNS news as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Kluckwan at 102.3 and translator K220, BK Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.